Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of SN Off the Shelf. My name is Bill Wilson. I'm the senior editor of Supermarket News. Today, I have Justin McCoy. He's the director of sustainable operations and brand lead for health and sustainability at Ahold Delays USA. Justin, thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate the opportunity. So the topic here is food waste. Do you want to just provide a general overview of food waste and the challenges that grocers are are facing right now? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'd be happy to. So food waste is is really one of our our key kind of societal and environmental issues that that we work with. And um, the company I work for all delays, and we've certainly identified food waste as a priority for us and, and the business as being a, a large you know, food retailer, basically, and the role that we play in the in the food supply chain. Um, but taking a step back real briefly is, is food waste um, is a problem because, you know, essentially 30 to 40% of all food that, that gets produced, it's estimated that um, around 30, 40% of it is essentially wasted. So a lot of that food may be left on the farm or, or end up in landfill or or just um, doesn't get eaten for, for a variety of different reasons. And it's problematic um, for a number of different reasons. One, the food, a lot goes into making this food, but there's also um, emissions correlated with, with food loss, and there's also um, a tremendous uh, issue with, with hunger um, throughout the United States and globally as well, too. So there's people that, that need food to eat, and there's so much food that's, that's being wasted. So a combination of the effort that goes into producing the food, the amount that gets wasted, and and um, really the the environmental issues that that connects to as well as um, human issues creates quite an opportunity in terms of where we can act and what we can do to help minimize food waste and make sure that we're using resources responsibly and getting food to feed people the best we can. So tell me what Ahold Delays is doing. You guys are doing some interesting things over there regarding food waste. You want to talk about those initiatives? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so there's there's a few different um, commitments and goals that we have in the space of, of food waste. And um, the, the key one that drives a lot of our work is basically to, to cut food waste in half by 2030. And essentially what that means is um, – when comparing versus our baseline year, uh, which is 2016 for for reporting, you know how can we um, make sure there's less food waste in the in the first place? That we're making sure that it goes to feed people, um, and also uh, pulling food out of the out of the landfill or ways that it might be getting wasted in operations today. Um, we're also part of a few different uh, initiatives. One, uh, 12, Champions 12.3 is, is an initiative focused on, on food waste and has a lot of different global partners kind of involved with that. Another one is the U.S. Food Loss and Waste 2030 Champion. So this is um, in partnership with USDA and EPA. But this work, again, is, is really around the, the framework of cutting food waste in half by 2030. Um, another initiative that um, we've we've signed up for is the 10 2030 initiative. So basically, what this is is 10 you know large retailers um, sign up with 20 suppliers to cut food waste in half again by by 2030. So a lot of this is kind of framed around that that initiative to um, basically cut food waste in half by 2030 with some of those um, goals in mind to kind of minimize environmental impact and making sure we're we're um, you know feeding people as much as possible in this space and. 
And within that, within these initiatives, there's a number of different ways to kind of um, go about food waste. And food waste can occur really kind of anywhere along the value chain. So if you think about where food waste starts, and if you're at a farm or you're a supplier or manufacturer, there could be food waste that is left uh, at the farm level. There may be some at the manufacturing stage. Once you get to the retailer, so in our part of, of the kind of value chain, you know, it's important to maintain kind of um, – uh, efficient operations and distributions to make sure that the food is getting from place to place safely and at the appropriate temperatures, but then also that you have the right amount of food kind of at, at the retail um, level. And so the consumers still have options and choice, but it's it's the right amount of food and it's meeting the needs of the customers to where um, less food is wasted kind of at the retail level. And then beyond kind of our, our doors and our stores is once we get to the consumer side of things and there's a por- portion of food waste that can occur at that level as well, too. So really kind of all along the value chain, there's opportunities within um, each of those spaces. And we've put a lot of emphasis and focus on kind of our our operational measures. So what can we do to set up best practices around forecasting and demanding to, again, make sure we have the right amount of product available um, in our stores while still having, you know, variety and assortment available um, to choose from. But also um, having best practices in place around um, that demand management, whether it could be tools that we rely on or it could be best practices operationally on how to rotate products and making sure that, um, you know, the the fresh food cycle and rotation is, is happening at an appropriate rate, as well as uh, markdown and, and reduction programs. So we have several different kind of um, in-house processes where we can reduce items that may be near date and sell them at a lower retail cost and to help move items through and have less waste in the first place. There's certain brands within All Delays USA as well, too, that have um, partnered with a company called Flash Food, which basically makes um, uh, reduced food products available to the consumer um, through an app and through kind of a digital marketplace, but it's still picked up in store. So really just kind of creates a broader network for um, for fresh food at a reduced cost as well, too. So there's several different solutions to kind of make sure um, reductions are happening. Um, and then at the end of the day, if, if food can't be sold or, or sold at a reduction, and we want to make sure we are donating as much as possible. So all ADUSA, all Delays USA brands are, are Feeding America affiliates, and so we have quite a vast network of food banks and food pantries and partnerships throughout our footprint to make sure that if food isn't sold, then we're capturing as much as we can throughout the operations to make sure it can still be donated and go to feed hungry people within our communities. And um, we work closely with a lot of food bank partners um, on that distribution and on that portion of things to to kind of donate as much food as possible. So at the end of the day, if if the food is being sold or if the food is being donated, we do not consider it to be food waste. And so that is, those are key tactics and prioritized tactics that we use to make sure that we are basically, um, you know, reducing food waste kind of as much as possible. But then once we go beyond that, so if it's food that could not be donated, so for it may be um, out of date or molded or just not fit for donations or human consumption, We've also worked hard to build up um, recycling practices really across all banners and all operations um, uh, in the U.S. and the All Delays USA brands, which can exist through a variety of different tactics. So there's um, things like animal feed recycling, there's anaerobic digestion recycling, composting. All of these recycling methods might be able to take some of that food that 
wasn't able to be donated, wasn't able to be sold, but still would serve a better purpose if it's recycled versus going to the landfill. And so we've done it. We've done a lot of work to set our stores up with various recycling partners, kind of in in their networks and across our operations to make sure. Again, if if it's not sold or donated, then it can at least be recycled. So at the end of the day, we're minimizing and preventing as much food as possible from going to the landfill, which which really kind of helps move food up a value hierarchy and making sure we're getting the most value out of food. So let's talk about the the produce aspect of this. And you know, you're talking about you know if produce are reaching the expiration date, hey take them off, section them off, and, and offer them at a, at a reduced price. Um, talk about that produce manager's role as far as just staying on top of, of things and just making sure things are rotated properly there. Yeah, it's, it's a great it's a great call out. So the, the produce manager's role in you know how much fresh product that they manage makes it a really important task and job kind of within the organization for how we manage food waste. Um, there's a number of different kind of components to how they manage inventory. So there's various ordering systems that we have and um, tools basically to use to to bring product into the store um, on a consistent basis. And you know, regular deliveries allow um, you know for for less product to be on hand at one time. So it keeps the flow of product more consistent. Um, and there are regular checks, daily checks, honestly, too, on, on product quality and, to your point, around rotations, making sure if if new product is coming in from the back, you know, we, we um, rotate that in a system with the product that may have already been in the store um, or already existing on the shelf to make sure that, that there is kind of rotational practices happening with the product. So, um, first in, first out is, is a common term kind of used um, in grocery and produce in particular, too, where if if product is coming in through the back door, basically, and they're getting fresh deliveries that the product is already on hand, we are working to sell through that product um, the best we can as well, too. But there's a number of different um, procedures and processes that the produce managers help with. One, being ordering and making sure they have the right product and, and using the tools basically available to um, ensure that. The other is product handling and kind of daily checks and, and the maintenance and, and kind of what goes into that part of it. Um, another is, you know, just taking inventory and seeing kind of where there might have been uh, gains or losses or maybe opportunity sections within the category to kind of um, identify any problematic opportunities. Um, but as well as um, making sure as they're doing kind of these freshness checks and, and things like that, that, you know, they're, they're using um, – good filters and good judgment on kind of what is uh, the expectations of the customer and things that we would, you know, either sell at full retail versus what are things that are still perfectly um, good to eat but would be able to um, fit within our, our donation parameters and how that would work. But then if there's something that's that's beyond that or something we wouldn't want to capture, um, making sure that they get those products into our recycling bins or into our recycling stream. So at the end of the day, as little as possible um, would have to end up going to the landfill. So the goal is to cut food waste by 50% by 2030. Is that an ambitious goal? And if, if not, uh, what do you think is the most important thing? The If you can narrow it down to one, that, uh, food retailers do to try and get to that goal? Yeah, so oh, when we set it, 
I would absolutely have said this this is an ambitious goal because there are a lot of challenges just within the food supply chain when it comes to getting product onto the shelves and, um, you know, selling the right amount of product and making sure that both the retailers, the consumers, the farmers, and everybody has some of the tools and awareness to manage food and, and food waste holistically. So it is an ambitious goal, but we have made great progress um, as well, too, um, just recently. Um, our parent company, I'll hold delays, released their, their annual report, and um, it, we've made great progress already. We're about 33% um, of our food waste has been reduced versus our, versus our baseline, which puts into line of sight that 50% by 2030. So we are on track for it. So we've made amazing um, kind of strides in our own operations and with how we calculate and measure food waste to kind of make sure we're setting up the right parameters and um, and holding ourselves accountable as well, too, to, to make sure we do achieve that goal. So although it is ambitious and we've made great, great progress, there still exist um, challenges within um, the space of uh, food waste. One thing I would call out potentially around kind of where the opportunity um, exists within uh, retail is, is it starts with um, – really kind of some smart demand forecasting and planning and, and production tools and making sure we're, we're making the right amount of food, we're bringing in the right amount of food, and there's not that excess food to begin with. So it, it literally sits at the top of kind of the, the waste hierarchy, and it's called source reduction, basically. So how can we have less food waste in the first place? And there are a number of different steps that retailers can take, whether it's cold chain management or, or decreasing um the days required to get food from the farm to the shelves, and that also produces a fresher product for the customer as well. And um, making sure, you know, basically we're, we're bringing in and ordering the right amount of product um, to to meet consumer demands, but not to have um, excess beyond what would be necessary. And there's a number of different tools that can kind of help with that that process as well too. But managing inventory is really a key part, kind of in in the overall um, process of food waste. And then at the end of the day, too, like if the if the relationships aren't there already with food banks, because even if it, it wasn't sold and um, there, there was excess for whatever reason that could have happened, making sure that partnership is in place, too, with, with each local store and each uh, distribution center and each kind of part of the, the retail value chain to make sure that it can still go into um, to hands to feed people at the end of the day. So back in March, you were at the Southeast Produce Council's 2023 Southern Exposure event. You took part in a panel on food waste. Is there something that you learned from that event? Uh, you're obviously well knowledged in, in food waste, but is there something that was that hey that was new to you at that during that panel? Well, one thing stood out to me is, is I was accompanied with a couple of other. Um, great panelists as well, too, and it was structured in a way where we had representation from different parts of kind of the value chain of food waste, so um, someone on sort of the, the production side, on the retail side, on um, the demand forecasting side, but then also like the recovery side and, and what are some of um, these solutions as well, too. And I was accompanied by um, a gentleman named Luis who is doing a lot of really great work to kind of find the solutions of getting food to feed people, you know, whether it's at the farm level, distribution and retail level, there was a lot of really neat things um, said. And for me, kind of uh, the eye-opening moment isn't that, you know, I wasn't necessarily aware that um, 
it's not that I wasn't aware that there was great things going on in, in the food waste sector, but it's kind of hearing about how each of um, the value chain um, components are basically taking responsibility for that and also making sure they're doing their part, they're prioritizing it, and we can all really work together, and there's ways that the different um, parts of food waste can be solved um, across the board by kind of this partnership uh, component. So I think it's, it's important that we don't work in silos with, with some of these topics, especially health and sustainability topics and, and food waste in particular, because a lot of this work is connected. And so the more we can open up and be on um, um, panels and discuss with other uh, leaders kind of in the space and other groups that are prioritizing food waste um, and making sure they can reduce it, then I think we can achieve kind of a greater um, outcome holistically and kind of as, as a group and working together on the topic. Justin LaCroix is the Director of Sustainable Operations and Brand Lead for Health and Sustainability at Ajo Delays USA. Justin, thank you so much for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Bill. I appreciate the opportunity.